bringing you cutting-edge insights from the world of technology. Join us to hear thought leaders explore the ever-evolving world of technology and telecoms to keep your industry knowledge up to the minute. You are listening to The Spearline Podcast. Hey everyone, you're listening to episode two of The Spearline Podcast, keeping you up to date and informed with all the latest news, queries and questions with some of the biggest names in the technology and telecoms industry. My name is Case Hendricks, and this week we are joined by JJ Barry, Carol Naismith, and Deirdre Hurley, who we will have a chat with about their roles at Spearline, CX Day 2019, and much more around the telco world. In today's episode, we're discussing CX Day 2019, which is right around the corner, and I'm joined here now in the studio with JJ Barry, who's going to tell me a little about how important it is being a customer for Spearline. Hi, JJ. You're welcome to the show today. Do you mind telling us a little bit about yourself and your role at Spearline? Sure, Case. Thanks very much. Um, I listened to your podcast uh, with Mike and Matt that you did a couple of weeks ago, and I really enjoyed it. Ah, so it's great to have the opportunity to come on and talk a bit about my role in Spearline as a customer engagement manager. Excellent. Um, I'm with the company now about uh, eight months, um, moving across from a role in uh, the construction industry as a project manager. So I suppose the, the biggest change for me was in relation to the technical aspect of it. Mm. Um, luckily enough, Spearline Airline has a lot of very, I suppose, clever and patient people who really help me uh, get up to speed um, so I can fill that within the role as customer engagement manager. Excellent. And um, so the customer engagement manager, what does it actually entail? It sounds like a fairly busy role. Yeah, it can be. It is a busy role. There hasn't been, I suppose, a dull day since since I started here. Like ultimately, I suppose we're the, we're the single point of contact for customers, um, supporting them in their interactions with the with the tool, with the software, um, and then internally, I suppose, we filter those requirements, those questions among our departments, so we can satisfy the customers' needs in relation to to what we are providing. So when a customer comes on board initially, the sales team bring them in, and then we go through approve a concept phase and then an onboarding phase with our um, uh, technical solution architect team where we provide our training and then once that's completed well then they're handed to us and then we're responsible for the guys um, really during the customer life cycle while they're with us so it's pretty varied so really uh, very varied yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. excellent and um, we have CX day coming up it's been talked about a lot in the office would you give a little bit more information about it yeah, there's a lot of different, I suppose, definitions of CX, but for us, like it's it's basically customer engagement <clears throat> and uh, how the customer feels about the experience of interacting with the brand being the Spearline brand. And the idea of CX Day, which falls on the 1st of October, is to create an awareness of CX internally within the organization because, you know, it flows beyond us uh, on the front-facing side as customer engagement agents. So every other department, the marketing, the development, the testing support internally, they feed into the customer experience. So um, really, it's a, it's a celebration of businesses that, uh, that put the customer first. Um, and at Spearline... Uh, as it was revealed in the summit that we had there last week, we we, we seem to be pretty good at it. Our uh, CSAT and our um, N- NPS scores are up there with the world beaters. Yeah, so like, yeah, it's something that we, we, we can be proud of, uh, proud of. And like, we are very, we are a customer centric um, company and we do value value our customers a lot. And that's seen in how we interact and how we provide support to, to uh, the guys who sign up with us. And um, 
how do Spearline help their customers? Well, I, I suppose this look. This is ultimately a question on what do we do really, and yeah. and ultimately, uh, I remember when I was going through the training and the technical side of it. Whenever I was getting a bit confused, uh, it was Matt would always say, "Look, it's very simple. We test toll and toll free numbers mm. globally for uh, connectivity, quality, and uh, PDD." Right. So ultimately, th- like that's the service that we provide for our customers. Um, that service then is backed by a SaaS platform, um, which enables customers to, in real time, to automate testing. And also, uh, there's an analytics function where they can where they can see results, measure quality, measure connectivity, measure PDD. We have real time alerting. So <clears throat> if you're an organization, you have a presence in 60 countries globally we can let you know within two, three minutes yeah. if you're having a problem. And that enables you then to address that problem um, in uh, as quickly as possible. The ultimate goal being that the impact on your customers is minimized. Yeah. And the goal, I was talking to one of my customers there recently and I, I, I was asking him, what's the vision? And uh, he, he said to me, look, the vision here is for me to know about issues before I receive customer complaints. Okay. And that all ties back then to his brand and how his brand is perceived by, mm-hmm. by their customers. Yeah, and course. We're living in um, a market now at the moment where, where customers have a lot of choice mm. and this idea of, you know, service uptime, um, quality in relation to your voice uh, communications with your customers is becoming more and more relevant and a differentiator uh, between um, who a customer chooses to provide a particular service. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah. Um, what would be a typical day for you as a customer engagement manager? Um, well, as Mike touched on on the last uh, podcast there, I, I avail of the remote working mm. policy that Spearline has. So maybe one or two days a week, I work from a location closer to, to where I am. Okay. And then I come into the office here in Skibbereen, maybe three days a week. <coughs> yeah. Excuse me. Um, first thing in the morning, uh, I would always go in and I'll have a look at a cup of tea. This is the first of thing. Course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we'll have a look at the job tester. And and what that allows me to do is I, I can look and I can see, look, what happened in the time that I wasn't here. Right. Now, our customers are always covered anyway because we have our 24-7 support. Yeah. Um, but specifically for my guys, I'll, I'll just see if there's anything happening, any trends that are showing in relation to connectivity or quality drops, so okay. on and so forth. I'll pick out some examples. And I'll reach out to my guys and try to add a little bit of value add. So say, for example, we're testing a number in, I don't know, Brazil for a customer, a toll number. And we see that we had some connectivity issues. I'll, I'll, I might just do an international call, a test to that number or, or a GSM test in country. So I can provide a little bit more and then I'll reach out to my contact and just say, look, we saw this issue in our in-country testing. Mm-hmm. We can see here. I've tried it via an international route that the problem is still presenting. So then, Mm -hmm. you know, that helps then uh, those guys refine where the actual issue might be and is a little bit of value add. Um, After that, then we kind of have a look at emails. Like, again, we're very um, involved with our customers. So, so, you know, there's a lot of stuff that flows between us. Prioritize what needs to be addressed. And then a lot of my day is spent on conference calls. Again, speaking to our speaking to our customers, speaking to our guys. I really yeah. enjoy that aspect of it. You know, um, ra- I find it more beneficial to both parties as opposed to the email to jump mm. on a call every now and again, yeah, yeah. have a chat, chat about the weather, see what's going on, and then get into the get into the business side of it and see mm. how we can add some value into into what what, what they are providing to their customers. Yeah, right. And then we have our internal meetings, like Spearline. It's a very dynamic and innovative company. Mm. So like we're constantly growing our product offering. And um, a lot of that is driven by uh, our customers. 
So our customers come and they have an issue, they have a problem mm. that they um, that they need help figuring out. Right. That often drives our, our innovation internally in relation to the solutions that we produce, yeah. which then which then you know ultimately addresses an issue that they are having. So it's a mix of the day itself is is a big mix of people problems <laughs> and then like you know um and moving across the departments internally the marketing and so on and so forth to um once again the ultimate goal is to provide this superior level of of customer service customer engagement mm. which again when we look at these uh, CSAT and NPS scores that we're, we're getting back from our guys, um, it seems to be working. They, yeah, s- they yeah. seem to be happy. You we're know? all very positive anyway. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's nice to hear, you know, because mm. we all work really hard to, to provide this level of service. And mm. it's nice to get that feedback. Going, okay, well, actually, you know, our customers are saying, yeah, it's, it's working. And yeah, it, yeah. It, and, and you're, you're, you're answering questions for us. And you're there when you need us and so mm. on and so forth. So, you know, it's nice to hear. Yeah. Pos- positive feedback is always yeah, good. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, relating to what you were saying really there, yeah. um, how important is a designated co- customer manager for, for customers? Do you know, I think it's very important to have that single point of contact and, yeah. and, and where that comes from, for me, is my own personal experience right. in, you know, having utilities or whatever at home mm. and I have an issue and I ring up and I talk to A and then, yeah, 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 we'll get that sorted. Mm. And then I ring up and I talk to B, yeah, yeah, yeah I get yeah. that sorted. And, and by the end of it, I'm after talking to 10 different people, <laughs> I'm frustrated and I, uh, and I have no one I feel like that I can, I can go to to address my problem. Yeah, yeah. Whereas with us, we're, we're who our customers come to mm. if there's an issue now that, or if they have a problem or a question. Now, what we do is we filter that internally to mm. our guys, but they know, they have our email, they have our number. Yeah, yeah. So we're there to support them. And I think... I think that is is very very important as far as um, providing a level of service that mm. reduces their time uh, yeah. involved. You know, like the again going back to that example, uh, too many hours spent on a phone. Whereas if I had one name and uh, and one number, yeah. well then that issue could be addressed. Yes, it might take a day or two to address, but I know that person is there to help me when I need them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You kind of answered my my next question anyway there about. Uh, do you think having one point of contact is is for customers creates more trust and obviously it definitely does you know you're able to build a relationship and stuff like that so yeah i i think so like and and i think like you know trust like the product itself will stand or fall on its performance you know so yeah. no matter how much trust i have with one of my customers if the product isn't performing or, or meeting a need hmm. that is there well then you know it, it, it's irrelevant That's but true. like we're very fortunate at spearline to have a, an excellent product that hmm. is is constantly evolving to meet the customer's needs and i think the single point of contact also provides this accountability that i spoke to you about and mm. um and i think uh, yeah as far and that reflects onto the brand and trust in relation to the brand yeah, so yeah, yeah I, I i believe it does um it does create more trust yeah yeah definitely absolutely yeah, yeah. yeah and in your opinion um what would you consider to be the, the best way of engaging with your customers yeah and this is this is a purely a subjective now it, yeah, it's, yeah. it's my preference and, and my preference is always uh face to face like okay, yeah, uh, yeah. like on conference or um you know uh pressing the flesh going visiting our customers and yeah. we have we're trying to bring in um not a policy such is not the right word but we're trying to promote this idea that we go and visit our guys once a year okay. you know and 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 the thinking behind that would be obviously to sit down and have your formal meeting go through this is what you know this is what we're doing for you this is what mm. we're seeing this is the trends these are the analytics then discuss okay 
what what problems have you? Yeah. You know, because yeah. ultimately yeah. that's what we're here to do is is address the problem and right. and make it easier for our customers, and then go break some bread and right, and right. and you know sit down and find out a bit more about the individual and about the person behind the yeah. title or the role. So for me, that's that's my 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 favorite. You know, and um, you know, uh, I'm not good, I'm not the fastest at typing, so <laughs> uh, but I am pretty fast at talking. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that way, that works well for me. So I think Perfect. I think that is the best way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that sounds great. Yeah. And um, I suppose when, when a customer comes on board, um, how do we get them up and running as quickly as possible? Yeah. Again, it's 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 down it's down to the team. Like uh, sometimes when I look at what we're doing here, because like we're the customer facing, hmm. but then we have all these guys who are who are performing their roles, allowing us to to do what, what we need to do. Yeah. So like I, I compare it to this idea of you know rugby players pass the ball to the guy on your shoulder, he yeah. catches it, we're sweet. If he drops it, we're in trouble. And uh, what we do is uh, once we get them in, we do a proof of concept, okay. which is explain what we do, and then we do an onboarding call where we we have the meets and greets okay. with, and we also have our TSA team who are responsible for uploading numbers making sure VR traversals um, CLI recognition all that kind of stuff is set up right, right. and it, it kind of flows through and we, we try to do it over maybe you know once once a customer has signed over the space of a month the goal is to okay, get them in get the intros done get the technical side sorted and mm. then get numbers in testing. Okay. And of course, that's only half the battle because when, when a number is in testing, well, we then have to go through, well, what, okay, how does a customer understand these analytics, these trends, these quality yeah. drops at certain times, these connection issues at certain times, you know? Yeah, so what yeah, we yeah. do is we, we try to arrange what, maybe every two weeks, sit down, conference call, run through the previous two weeks. Okay, let's refresh on the last uh, points you raised, run through those, okay. any more questions, so on and so forth. And um, that's how that's basically how we get up and running and be because it's a SaaS platform the idea behind it is it's self-service so yeah. once the customer is trained they have the ability then to go in and okay we, we're seeing issues here we want to add these numbers here and they should be able right. to do it all themselves yeah, yeah, but yeah. You, you know yourself like I'm as I said eight months here and sometimes I'm still here oh how did I do that again yeah, yeah, so that's yeah, exactly. when they come and reach out to us you know excellent yeah yeah, yeah. Okay, that was great. Uh, thanks a million, JJ. Um, thanks for coming on to the show. And uh, I can see our customers are in good hands. Thanks a million, Keith. Wow, that was some really interesting stuff. Thanks, guys. That was Case Hendricks interviewing customer engagement manager JJ Barry, telling you all about his role and the importance of customer engagement. Next up on the show, I'm joined in studio with Carol Naismith and Deirdre Hurley from the product team. They'll be chatting with me about the importance of customers, the Spearline platform, and a little bit more about CX Day. Carl, Deirdre, welcome to the show. It's great to be joined by representatives of the product team here on the Spearline podcast. So before we get into the discussion on where things are and what you're working on today, could you give a brief synopsis of your background and how you got to where you are now? Starting with you, Deirdre. Hi. So my background is in web and product design. I originally studied industrial design, which is the design of products. And this was at a time when we just had Nokia 3210s and Plate Snake. So digital and user interface, it wasn't really a big thing at the time. Um, however, the same principles of having empathy for the user and observing how someone uses a product and discovering their pain points and frustration still applies. So it's similar to UX um, user experience. And UX is relatively new field, I would say. Um, it's still very important to business to listen to their customers. So um, at that stage, then I decided to go back to college and upskill in technology and have a better understanding of digital and user interface interactions and principles. Oh, wow. Okay. And what about yourself, Carl? Um, mine's a bit more 
all over the place. Um, I did start off doing website design, uh, but I've also been a chef, a painter, and a few other bits and pieces. So <laughs> I kind of moved into the technology industry when I was uh, living and working in New Zealand. Obviously, that's where I'm from. You might know my accent is not Irish. <laughs> um, so, but yeah, I've, I've always wanted to know and understand how things work. I've always got my fingers stuck into many pies and basically kind of worked my way through that way. So uh, a lot of it came down to user experience design as well. So a lot of the roles I went in there as a certain sort of role in that particular company, I ended up moving across into the UX design department. So very that's good. basically where I came from, yeah. Yeah, so like you're very, uh, like some would say, like user focus would be very customer focused. So you like to think of the mind of the customer, like put them in your shoes and stuff. So that's very, very good. So Carol, um, I'm just wondering, why is it important to understand what our customers are doing, really? Um, it's, it's, def- it's really important to understand what the customers are actually doing so that we can um, basically design a better experience for them. Uh, everything that we are doing, uh, do- we're doing for the customer, especially here at Spearline, the, the products that we're developing and everything else is specifically for the customer itself. So we need to understand what the customer is doing, how they're using it, the, the experience they're having yeah. in designing the product for them. Oh, very, very good. And so like... When you're when you're trying to uh, come up and uh, research and like brainstorm about like the customers, what techniques and skills or studies would you carry out like to do so? Yeah, I mean, basically, there's there's a wide ranging um, set. Like you can do this personal as well as not so personal. So we can deal with analytics. There's like um, software such as Google Analytics, Google Tag Manager. Those are sort of analytical software that can be put onto, for example, our platform. So we can monitor how um, customers themselves are actually using the platform, how they're going through, where they're actually going through. Uh, we would also use um, like interviews and surveys to understand what it is the customer is actually doing and why they're doing things a certain way. Right. We also um, look at basically observational studies as well so that we can actually physically see them moving the mouse around the screen, where their eyes tracking, where they're actually scrolling to. All of the, that kind of piece of information will build a bigger picture of understanding how the customers are actually using a product or a particular device. Wow, okay. And so like, Deirdre, so like, how, do we, how do we use this information? So um, by gathering the information that Carl described, we can see trends on where there are issues within the product. And this information, it informs us where we can solve these issues. And by investigating into the user journeys and creating wireframes based on our research, this will help us then with the product and make the product a better user experience and show our users that we're listening to them. This also allows the user to trust the business and the product. Oh, very good. So the, basically, customer is always right then. So like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or the user is always right, really, in this case. And um, so, Carol, could you talk a little bit about making the Spearline platform as user-friendly as possible, please? Yeah, sure. I mean, this is always going to be an ongoing piece of work. Uh, everything we, we're doing, obviously, as we've just been discussing, it's always going to be customer-focused. Customer needs are always going to change depending on how, they want, how they're want, how they using the system, uh, how they're wanting to use the system. The system, the platform itself, is actually built specifically for the customer. Mm-hmm. So everything that they're doing, we need to make sure that it is actually an intuitive system that they can use and actually go through and actually get the jobs done that they're actually trying to do. So it's we're working on it now um, through the observational studies and everything else that we've just been talking about. It is going to be an ongoing piece of work and it's never going to end. It's, we're always going to get feedback from the customers and we're always going to try and build the platform or keep adjusting the platform to make sure that the users can use it the way they should be able to use it. Very good. Very good. Going from that there, what would you consider to be like a big CX challenge? Like have there be have there been any big CX challenges that you've faced and overcome in the past as a designer? 
Yeah, what I find a big challenge is having a voice for the customer. Um, you can listen to your customers' concerns and complaints through call centres or email support, but actually fixing the root cause is the challenge for customers. So with that, um, myself and Carl, we're a fairly new team in Spearline. However, the challenge we face so far is speaking with customers and trying to get them to open up more about the problems and issues that they face. So to over- overcome this, we're going to use user testing. And this is a great way to observe the users while setting out tasks for them on a prototype. And this compares what they do to what they say. So it's to validate the problems that they're facing. Well, very good. Very good. And uh, Deirdre, what do you know about a CX day? To be honest, I wasn't aware of the actual day for customer experience. However, I think it's a great way for companies to focus on their customers' needs and experience. And it highlights the importance of the customer's journey and their experience. Very good. And to wrap it up there now, Carl, uh, any big developments or anything exciting to look forward to on the calendar? Um, basically, as, as Deirdre was saying, we're a fairly new team to Spearline itself. So just about everything at the moment is big and uh, <laughs> it's, it's basically filled up the whole calendar. So uh, all we're currently doing at the moment is, is basically head down and um, just making sure that we're listening to the customer's voice, um, trying to understand how we can improve what they're actually doing day to day. And it's as simple as that. Head down and do the work. Yeah. Oh, busy, busy, busy. Yes, uh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, Carol, Deirdre, thank you so much for coming on to the second episode of the Spearline podcast. You're very, very, very good. Um, and very, very insightful and very customer focused. <laughs> so thank you very much. Thank you. Well, that was some extremely insightful stuff and staying customer focused is something everyone here at Spearline wants to do. Thanks a million to our guests, JJ, Carol and Deirdre for coming on to the show and talking in this episode of the podcast. Spearline wants to keep you, the customer, up to date and informed on all the latest news, not only with the company, but in the telco industry itself. We're now on a wide list of podcast platforms from Spotify to iTunes, all links added below along with our social media accounts. So be sure to give us a like, a share, and most importantly, a listen. Keep your eyes peeled and your ears tuned in for the next episode coming soon. Spearline proactively monitors phone numbers for audio quality and connectivity globally. Our platform enables enterprises and telecommunications service providers to test connectivity and quality on global telecoms networks, testing automatically at volume. If you would like to find out more about how Spearline can help you, please contact us at spearline.com. And for more insights and in-depth interviews like these, you can subscribe to the Spearline podcast channel and don't forget to check out spearline.com, where you can find all of our latest articles, white papers and much more. Until next time, and thank you for listening to The Spearline Podcast. Podcast.